0: I can't afford to be here. This is small town music This is big town music He's a of his time, you know, but He can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song way, A song way, A song
1: way. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, your comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis.
2: I'm April Richardson.
1: And joining us, as always, in the producer's chair is uh, Kyle Dotson. Hi. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm good. We just recorded with Mike Siegel. He we just did. left. Guy didn't shower from last night. I'm not showered either. Mike uh, and I went to see a concert, last, a concert last night. You showered.
2: I'm also not showered. Oh, you're not showered not either? i showered. I oh, put on makeup. It's a trick that ladies use. Really? To make uh, you think I'm showered.
1: Deodorant and, uh, and some makeup.
2: And some lipstick, and that's all it takes.
1: <laughs> Dare I say you look thinner today than, than before?
2: I thank you because and I don't feel it.
1: And you're, And you're thin anyway.
2: Thank so, what I'm you? saying is, <laughs> I'm actually not. I, I've gained some weight. Okay. Because I'm dating somebody, and it's in the beginning of like, we eat out every second. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On
3: oh, his, on his, just, go ahead. I thought you were just going to say, you just like, you're dating someone, you just stop caring. Stop
2: so caring. <laughs> it's like, I got them now. So, don't know. It's just, you know, when it's like, let's go out to dinner every single night, always. So, okay. it's that.
1: Okay. How era. long have you been dating this gentleman? For a month? For a month. Mm-hmm. It's it's an official. This is, uh, it's just, it's you dating him, him dating you. And that.
2: Yes. He's my boyfriend. He's your
1: boyfriend. Yes. All right. And uh, how old of a gentleman is he? None of my business. None of these he's questions. 45. Are any he's 45. He's
2: 10 years older than me. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's
1: fine. Uh, well, that's good. I'm happy for you.
2: Thank you. And he's super cool. And he's into all the st- same stuff I'm into. That's and great. he used to be a music manager. He knows his shit.
1: That's big great. time. Yeah. Then what's he do right now?
2: Right now he's a writer. He's a comedy writer.
1: Who, who's he write for?
2: He doesn't write for a particular mm-hmm. show at the moment. He's okay. waiting to find out if he's going to be a showrunner on something. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he, right. just, he doesn't fuck around. This guy. Well, let's
1: hope nepotism he does his work. Nepotism gets you a job. What? Ah! <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's Les Moonves' son. Did I not mention that? No. <laughs>
1: uh, well, that's. Do I say congratulations? Good for you. I'm sure glad you, you uh, nice people finding nice people. That's good. How'd you he's meet? He's awesome. How'd you meet?
2: Oh, uh, sadly, internet style, which. He doesn't mind that everyone, part of the you know story. What?
1: Everyone that I ask this question to lately tells me the same thing.
2: Well, yeah, because yeah. it's just like – well, it, on Twitter too. His name is Aaron Blitzstein. He's hilarious mm-hmm. and he's like a big shit Twitter dude.
1: Is that, I, is that a real last name, Blitzstein? Yeah. That's it's that, crazy. It's that big shit Twitter dude.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just in the way that like I think I started following because everyone I knew retweeted yeah. him because he's super funny. And so I was like, okay, but then along with jokes, he would tweet about stuff like Mm -hmm. the Smiths and everything. So I'm like, who is this dude who just gets it on all levels? (laughs) And so we were just like, yeah, we should just hang out sometime and listen to records or something, just like friend style for real, not thinking anything of it. But then when I went to his house, I was like, what? You're like my dream, dude. What's going on? Because he just had all this cool stuff around. And so we listened to records all night and then ended up just hanging out every single day.
1: And then how does it turn into a date?
2: We started making out.
1: There you go. Done deal. <laughs> Done deal. That's Enough pretty much said. how it happened. <laughs> Enough said.
2: But yeah, he's he's rad.
1: He looked in your eyes and said, meet his murder.
2: Yes, and I was like, let's get married. <laughs> no, I just went. I mean, like I said, I just went to his apartment and it was all. He just had the coolest stories and the coolest stuff hanging on his walls and just like is so on point. Like had this giant above his his desk there's a giant poster from an iggy pop show where the human league opened and i was just like dude you're nailing it on all levels (laughs) so start nailing this what oh
1: conveniently located to your apartment
2: yes actually crazily enough he lives really (laughs) close to me ever everything about this worked out uh
1: you know what it's so funny i have the 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 lineup here it's the, the rotation is exactly the same it's it goes uh What's it go? Murray, Mike, Christy, April, Murray, Mike, Christy, April. And then if there's a guest or something, you know, I, I fit it in there, but everyone's the same, but it always seems like it's been a, millions it of years it since totally I've does. seen you, even, even though it's though, been like a couple months. And even, yeah. It's been since Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah. But even though the rotation is the same, right. it feels like a long time. So I'm glad you're here. Yes. Uh, I was recently in London and Dublin. With I know. My I saw all your wife, awesome Pilar. pictures. I brought back uh, gifts for my, uh, for my children. And I got you something. What? got it right here. You're
2: joking. I saw
1: this in a gift shop and I didn't even realize that this name was, well, here, I just. Let me see. Let me see. Look at that thing.
2: Oh, my God. It's like the coat of arms for Morrissey. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yes, this is amazing. It's,
1: folks, it's not the actual coat of arms. It's a coaster. But, but I mean, um, I'm
2: just saying, like, I would frame, I'm going to frame this. No joke, like, I'm going to hang this on my wall. Like,
1: I didn't know that More, I didn't even realize Morrissey was an Irish name. That's oh,
2: sure, I- that's his last name.
1: I know. I didn't even know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, it was yeah. Irish. I I thought he was... From England. I didn't know he was Irish.
2: Well, he's he was born in England, but his ancestry is Irish, like his parents so, Yeah, I thought, th- And
1: it's, that's the correct spelling.
2: Yes. This is amazing. And you it's know what else go. I like about it? For everyone listening who can't see this at all, mm-hmm. um, the coat of arms looks like the t-shirt Charlie Brown <laughs> yes. wears.
1: Well, a couple of sad sacks.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> fitting. <laughs> <laughs> no joke, I'm going to hang this on my wall. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not going to use it as a coaster. It needs to be on display.
1: I would love a picture. Oh my God, thank of, you. I would love a picture of you holding a football. Mm-hmm. And then Morrissey coming to kick it.
2: To ke- and, you, okay. and you
1: pull it out from under him.
2: Please believe I wish I could get that to happen, too. I will definitely try to get that would to happen. Would he just be like, no? It depends. I think it depends on what day he you would, catch him.
1: He would say, good grief.
2: Because he's totally... I've seen him... Some people like get him to put them in headlocks and stuff for pictures. He'll, he'll goof around if <laughs> about, you catch him on what, what, the right What about day.
3: Johnny Marr in the background laying on top of a red uh, okay, that's. Uh, dog
2: that's I'll get you guys out on the 12th and never. That's the day that's happening.
1: Johnny Marr has a new CD coming out. Yes, he does. That's, I'm psyched. That's a pretty quick turnaround between albums.
2: Dude, that guy, is, that guy has nothing. He's got melodies flowing through his veins. <laughs> that guy's got nothing but hits.
1: That is a crazy response. Yes. I wasn't he, expecting.
2: That's all he does is write jams.
1: The last time you were here, you were going to hit like, uh, you're going to see like 15 Morrissey shows.
2: And I did until it got canceled.
1: Yeah. Why? What happened? Because he got sick. He got sick. What's, what's wrong with him?
2: Um, he only apparently, he's a vegetarian that yeah. doesn't eat vegetables. He like only eats like pasta, cheese, and bread.
1: Okay. So he just needs to step up that diet.
2: Yeah. He just has like just, zero immune system. Just carbon system. it up. That's what I'm saying. And that's also like for a singer, it's like you're just eating phlegm. That's all those things are. He
1: needs to get a nutritionist.
2: He does. And, and a
1: personal trainer.
2: And eat some broccoli. And a personal chef. A personal trainer. Well, I mean, he's, he's... I mean, if he doesn't like to
3: eat,
1: like prepare food or even right. like...
2: He yeah, seems he like a like little bit... Uh,
1: he seems... He seems lean but still chunky for some reason yeah. you know what i mean
2: i think it's cuz he uses carbo loading yeah. but i did and the last show i saw of all the ones i saw was in Beaumont Texas and i did get on stage and hug mm-hmm. him and like it was a great end to it mm-hmm. for me so it was pretty great
1: and, but th- we're, was that the one that was on that was the, on the youtube
2: yes and then somebody made uh this girl my friend Deborah, made a gif of it like an animated GIF of me doing it. I was like, this is the best thing ever. I
1: like isolated it and made like a, I did like a screen cap. Yeah. I made a screen cap. Oh, nice. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. It was, that was a good way to end it.
1: And what was my other question that'd be for you? Um, Christine young did you go to her taping of the uh of the late show yeah I wasn't Hertz, able to Ferguson? make
2: like the actual taping okay. but I got there like as it was finishing because I was at work and we had dinner and everything and it went great I mean she's awesome and I went to see her she played the next night at space Lan- or at the satellite yeah. it used to be spaceland but um
1: did uh, any foo Fighters jump up with her at that show
2: no they weren't there but Rodney on the rock Rodney Bingenheimer like introduced her <laughs> nice and uh he, that was awesome and she was amazing and Tony was there too Tony Visconti was there he came out to see her and to go to the TV taping and stuff. And it was awesome.
1: Well, since you said uh, Tony Visconti's name, let's, uh, let's, I'm going to say what the, uh, what the topic is today. The topic is called the producer's chair. And so what we're doing today is we're picking a producer we like and we're going to play songs produced by that guy. Now, as I was doing this, I thought I was going to be able to say like, oh, I like this guy because he does this or he does that. And I, I couldn't really... Pinpoint like a, a simple thing, so yeah, me it's basically neither. just. It's basically just, hey, these are song, these are albums I love, and this guy happened to produce these albums. Totally. So, so here we go. So you picked
2: Tony Visconti. Tony Visconti. <laughs> but I'm with you too. Same thing. Like as I was making this, I was like, yeah, there's not.
1: There's not really a, a through line. He's just... Oh, he's just a good producer. Yeah, these he makes, are good
2: jams. Like, he, yeah, exactly. He made these
1: bands sound cool or good or right. whatever. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to let you uh, jump in right now and go first.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go with... A, there are several Bowie songs, mm, obviously. Right. Because he worked with them so long.
1: Yeah. How many... Um, he, geez...
2: He stopped in the middle of, that's why I had it pulled up on my Mm -hmm. phone because it's like he produced like his first like 10 albums and then didn't produce for like five and then came back for more. And then
1: he's done like the last few.
2: Yes. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I'd have to look through his Wikipedia, which is like insane, but he did do, I mean, I guess I'm going to have to play Space Oddity first because he produced this and obviously this is like a seminal work and super important and awesome. And so I guess I'll kick it off with that.
1: Okay. Let's hear it. I've never heard this song. Unless. I'm kidding. jump in a little bit. It's on... Eight, seven, seven.
0: Six. Commencing seven, countdown engines on three. Two. Check ignition one, and may God's love be on. with you. is ground control to major tongue. you really made the grave. And the papers want to know who shirts you wear. Now it's time to leave the capsule.
1: I like how he sings Capsule.
2: Yeah, he. I was trying to see where he stopped. I think it might have been Scary Monsters, and then came back for. I'll find it. But anyway, Tony's book is awesome. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called uh, uh, Bolin Bowie and the
1: Brooklyn Boy, mm-hmm.
2: and it's great. And the thing of, and and yeah, it's fascinating. And who's
1: the Brooklyn Boy? Is that that's him? That's him. He was yeah. born in Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's from New York, but then you know moved to England to work, mm-hmm. and it, it, he. I don't know. The thing that's so cool about Tony and even now still he's just so open to new things. He's very like, Yeah, I'll give anything a try kind of guy and it comes through in his book. He's very much not cynical, he's not like set in his ways. If anybody comes to it, if like a cool band comes to him and he likes him, he's like, Yeah, I'll work with you like it's not and it's just fascinating too reading how he got to work with Mark Boland and yeah. David Bowie because he was kind of like the one guy who stood up for them. Like, especially David Bowie had recorded his first album and, and put it out. And the company, the record label was like, hey, this dude is super weird. They basically just dropped him off at Tony's studio. Like, we don't know what to do with this weirdo. Like, if right. you want to work with him, work with him. Otherwise, we're going to drop him. And he's like, I'll give this guy a chance, <laughs> David Bowie. David and then, babe. like, of course, you know, yeah. became what it was. So... I don't know. It's just really interesting. His book is really great.
1: Yeah, I mean Visconti and Bowie. That's like uh, Scorsese and De Niro. Totally, it's it's just like that kind of relationship. Totally,
2: totally. Yeah. I'm
1: sure it's easy to when they work together. I'm sure it's very easy. It's probably like second nature. Oh, absolutely. I know what he does. I wonder. I always want to know exactly what a producer does. I mean, does he does he actually twiddle the knobs? I wonder. Yeah.
2: Well, when I and I'm going to play it later. I'm going to bring the bass up. Yeah. It's kind of when he when I watched him. In the studio with Christine making her album that mm-hmm. Dave Girl played on. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Or it would be... I mean, obviously, she, she wrote the song. So she came in like, here's my song, play my song. Right. And then, yeah, he would kind of be like, well, what if the bass was louder at this part? And what if da-da-da? Like, I don't know if that's indicative of, like, every album he's right. ever worked on. But it was a sort of, like... I think it might sound better if this was this or this, we drop this and and, things and then like hopefully
1: that. the artist is flexible enough to say, sure, I'll try that. Right. Right. Which and is it, why
2: I assume they would hire him. Like I assume, yeah. you know, I've read books about other bands. I like where they did, you know, just, they heard a record and they were like, whoever made that, we want them to make our album. Right. And so, you know, and I'm sure with his pedigree, I'm sure there are people like, Oh yeah, it's the guy who made David Bowie who he is. Let's get him on our record. Right. duh So yeah.
1: Cool. Now, I told you before that we started recording who my producer yeah, who was, was dude? and you said, and you said, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if I know who that is." So my gentleman is uh, Roy Thomas Baker, uh-huh. and uh, let's just play. Since you did, you, we started. You played an iconic thing from Visconti. Uh, this is probably the most iconic production from this guy. So let's jump it into this song. I'm not even going to say what the song is or the band. Let's go two minutes and fifty seconds in, Kyle.
0: A little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 big oh. I'm just a poor boy and nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Easy, come. He go. Will you let me go? we no, will not let you go. Let him go. He will not let you go. Let him go. He will not let you go. Let me go. will not let you go. Let go. let you, let me go. Oh, no, 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 no. oh mamma mia, mamma
2: mia, mamma mia, let me go. All right,
1: so we played, we played a lot of that, and it's. Damn, a, I mean,
2: that seems like a hard-ass producing job.
1: Yeah, I mean there's a lot of uh, There's so
2: much going on So
1: much going on So now uh, some of the other stuff he produced doesn't have that much going on But I just wanted to give you, you know, the biggest no, that's amazing Possible and Listening
2: to that, I wonder if part of his job And this might be the dumbest thing I ever mm-hmm. said But I wonder if he is the one that decides like what goes in the left speaker and what goes in the right speaker Yeah,
1: because we're listening to it with the headphones on yeah. It's totally different feel of that yes. song yeah it's, like, Really, really cool But uh, and a lot of background vocals on uh, some of the songs I'll play today. So, uh, But um, he's worked with, you know, every artist I play today, you're going to be like, yeah, we know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, so well, same uh,
2: here, pretty yeah. much. Cool. Um, We're going to
1: hear Christine today?
2: Oh, definitely. Right. I'm definitely going to play that. Now I'll go to a song called Hope Fell Down this tony produced this This was um different until Tilbrook from squeeze sure squeeze like temporarily broke up and they put out an album under the name different until Tilbrook. and this was a song on it which weirdly if you get like later squeeze greatest hits things this song they put on it, it on there but it was technically from that one i don't know if that's called a solo album a duo album i don't know but tony produced it and this is just a cool song side project yeah i mean i guess yeah It's a great, that album, I mean, it's just Squeeze, Is the two dudes from Squeeze, why, I mean, it's Squeeze.
1: Why didn't they, Um, why didn't Squeeze ever use him to produce an album then? I don't know. Because that's a really, really great sound.
2: Yeah. I don't know, I'd have to, you, they could have, I'd have to look back through. Like I said, when I was going, I mean, I already, obviously I knew the Bowie stuff and T-Rex and whatever, right, right, right. but when I was going through the Wikipedia just to go, what else? It was like, what? This guy's produced like 500 albums. So, yeah, he,
1: I've, I've looked at his, um, his, uh, output on Wikipedia before too. And he has, it's, it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. So if I look through then, yeah, maybe he did. I don't think he did, but, but yeah, but yeah, yeah that album didn't. is, I just looked. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hasn't. Yeah. Weird. I don't know just, why. It
1: sounds great. Yeah.
2: And that song, I mean, that album has jams on it too. Those two dudes are like undeniable. They're two dudes where I'm like, why aren't y'all up there with like Lennon McCartney?
1: There's a lot of people. You just don't know why they didn't just make yeah. that little.
2: Squeeze has some total jams. Yeah, I mean,
1: I feel you, like they're really underrated. Music fans know who those guys are. Yeah. But maybe. but as
2: songwriters, like both of those dudes are on point together. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: so now Roy Thomas Baker, uh, the Queen thing, that was 1975. And then he produced, he produced like four or five Queen albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then in 1980, he hooks up with Alice Cooper. Ooh. And he makes an album that is very... It's, it's, it's Alice's new wave album to me. It's called Flush the Fashion. And this song is called Grim Facts, and uh, let's take it from the top, Grim Facts.
2: I can't believe that's Alice Cooper and you have to send me that song.
1: I will send I I will send it. I'll give you the whole It's deal. so
2: good. The I album, never would have guessed that. The
1: album's only 29 minutes long, 10 songs, and Roy Thomas Baker likes to do this crossfade thing where the song one song just fades and the other one just comes right back on. So if you right. like if you're jumping through, you'll get like that little like boop, you know, right? But if you just listen to it, it's like a seamless. It's a great album.
2: I can't. I never would have given Alice Cooper the time of day. I think because I just think of like yeah. schools out for something. You're like, whatever. I yeah. get it. But this like that a, was rad.
1: Yeah, this is totally different from anything else. And He never really did. Something this concise like this again, right. but yeah, flush the fashion.
2: How many albums does Alice Cooper have out? 26. Shut your mouth.
1: Yeah. 26 I albums. I totally
2: thought he was just like this one hit wondery gimmicky kind of no, dude. From
1: from 1969 was his first album and the most recent album came out in 2011.
0: Oh, okay. So he's
1: always like, he's, you know, he has an album, 2011, 2008, 2006. Right. I'm actually doing an Alice Cooper not with him, but a show right. on Alice Cooper Music in a couple weeks. Oh,
2: damn. Okay, well, I definitely so, want that album. That was right. rad. Cool. Um, no oh, problem. Okay, cool. Uh, my next one is also a kind of an obvious one because, I mean, David Bowie wrote this, um, but it's Sister Midnight off of Iggy Pop's album, The Idiot, which that album is amazing and awesome. And yeah, this is like when Iggy Pop and David Bowie and like Lou Reed are all hanging out together all the time writing songs.
1: And the uh, cover, the cover of The Idiot is a photo taken by David Bowie.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if it was him because another thing I didn't know if it was him or Tony to be honest because Tony also did um, tons of cool photography oh, yeah. and he actually took the photos of covers of other David Bowie records. I picked that but, album
1: up recently when I was looking through the liner notes. It was like cover photo. David oh yeah, Bowie, so.
2: well that I mean that makes sense because yeah they were hanging out like every second. Yeah, they were like let's hang out and do drugs constantly, guys. Um, maybe but, touch each other. Yeah, maybe touch each other. Maybe not. We'll maybe never. Not, we'll knows? never tell I'm not the truth. Say. Um, but yeah, so this is you know Sister Midnight and also obviously produced by Tony.
0: Yeah.
1: No, the only uh, the only thing I have to say to you, uh oh, is this album was produced by David Bowie.
2: No, it wasn't because they he recorded it like it wasn't. Finally, like the final mixes and everything were done by Tony, but
1: like the credit says, produced by
2: David Bowie. Well, it's not true according to Tony's book. The album credits is David Bowie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I respectfully disagree with you.
1: I'm looking at Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> And I remember the again the album, the album. All nuts. right, I'm not going to fight with you. Okay, I'm just going to say. All right. Maybe Tony did. Maybe Tony did.
2: He was Mr. there for this whole thing.
3: I know because it was it. right around
1: the Berlin trilogy. I on the Tony
3: Visconti Wikipedia and it says albums produced 1977. The idiot Iggy
1: Pop. It's so weird.
2: Look, just because you just busted into the Wikipedia page for The Idiot and updated it right now yourself (laughs) doesn't mean that is true.
1: Well, the production's good. I don't care who did it.
2: I mean, I think that there is tag teaming going on anyway for all of that stuff.
1: Wait a minute. In
2: several ways. What are
1: you talking about?
2: I'm I'm talking about production. (laughs) Okay. Maybe also other stuff. All right. But yeah, because around that time, even in the book, like they, he was talking about how. Because David Bowie would just call him from somewhere and go, all right, hey, um, I'm in the middle of making such and such album, like, come finish it. And even with Brian Eno, like, when he started hanging out with Eno, like, they called, both okay. of them, and they were like, yeah, we've already made a couple songs, like, come finish it. All come right. work on it with us. Okay. So I don't doubt that that's something that happened for that right. one.
1: And maybe Tony just said, whatever, I don't care who yeah. gets credit. I'm rich.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure.
1: All right. In, uh, in 1978... Journey releases their first album with Steve Perry. Mm-hmm. Before that, they had done three other albums Journey, Into the Future, and Next. And they're basically just a jam band from California, uh, from San Francisco, because they were, you know, an offshoot right. of Santana. So, but they, the record label said, you need a singer, you need a lead singer. Okay. So Roy Thomas Baker gets to produce. Uh, the first album with Steve Perry. Also, the second one, too. But this is from Infinity. And I just... Uh, uh, this song is called Feeling That Way. It starts with Greg Rowley, who's the keyboard player. He's singing. And then Steve Perry comes in. Okay. Uh, and I just uh, I just saw... When did I read this? That they used to play this... They used to open with this song before Steve... Before anyone knew Steve Perry was in the band. They would open with this song. And they would literally play a jam for like 20 minutes. And then start this song... And then Perry would walk out and take his part And the place would be like, who's that guy And what the hell is going on And you'll hear, even when he comes in on the studio track You'll hear, okay. see what I mean
0: Open my eyes to a new kind of way All the good times that you say. Are you feeling Feeling that way too. Or am I just. Am I just a fool? When the summer's gone, she'll be there. Standing by the light. What she's been doing. crazy perry. i know it's yeah. just like
1: a, it's like oh that guy has a nice voice and then it's like boom and then
2: it's like Rar!
1: boom take it up a notch yeah. boom jack black it
2: yeah that's
1: what i call it when you take it up a notch you jack black it, jack
2: blacking it <laughs> yeah that was crazy i didn't know so he so steve perry wasn't the singer of journey until no, they few was really, in
1: yeah that guy sang and neil sean sang but they were basically just like a jam band and right they were popular opening for other bands but the record label said we need to sell records.
2: Right. So get a singer. In so there. get a singer. Yeah. And
1: they, they actually had another guy, Robert Fleischman. And then their manager said, no, Steve Perry's your singer. Like right. they were, they were forced. They were like, this is your singer.
2: Was he, why? Cause Steve Perry, was he like a studio dude?
1: They just had his tape. He was in a, he was in a, a band called the alien project or something. And they had his demo. God. They had his demo at Columbia records and they loved his voice. And they right. just said, He's Journey. This is your singer, or there's no more Journey. And they were like, "Okay, he'll be our singer."
2: Wow. Luckily, I I guess he
1: could write songs too. So,
2: okay. Oh, sorry. I have
3: some news on the the idiot. Oh, okay. Some news. news.
2: Are you talking about breaking
0: news? Just
3: in 2014, news in the idiot. It's uh okay. So (laughs) basically, yeah, there were like overdubs and different recordings of a bunch of different people, but Mm -hmm. the final mix was done by Tony Visconti. Okay. And he, in his own words, he said it was more of a salvage job than creative mixing.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Because there were definitely times, like I said, even in the book, he talks about how like, well, you know, these dudes were on tons of drugs and they would like do uh, things and then be like, hey, produce this jam we just did super coked up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like,
1: it's amazing that they even got anything.
2: It on, totally on is. Take,
1: it, it, you let alone love, amazing stuff.
2: There is one. He talks about in the book. The one band that he had to yell at was Thin Lizzy. They were the one band where he was like, "Dudes, if you don't get your shit together and stop <laughs> constantly doing drugs, like I'm gonna walk off this album." And that Phil in it was kind of like, "Okay, we will. Like, I'll get them. Right. I'll wrangle everybody. Promise. promise." Yeah, yeah. He said that was the. They were the one band he almost walked out on. <laughs>
1: wow, that's yeah,
2: great. They partied harder than everybody. Wow. Yeah.
1: Well, and they paid the price. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you should, I'm telling you the book is so good. What's um, the book called? Bowie Bolin and the Brooklyn Boy. I think that's the okay. order okay. of the bees. All right. Um, okay. Next, I'm going to play a kind of a newer song. Good. Uh, this is called Happiness is Egg-Shaped. Now, this is from an album. I actually knew about this, like, when I met Tony mm-hmm. the first time, and I was freaking out already, but I was like, oh, my God, you also produced the Seahorses record, because when I lived in Manchester this came out when i lived Mm -hmm. there and it's the remnants the after the stone roses broke up this is john squire's next band he was the guitarist in the stone roses um and so in the seahorses album the the story was john squire started a band and the singer from this was a busker on the street yeah he was a dude he walked by on the street was like you have a cool voice want to sing in my new band and so that was the seahorses and so he produced this record and it's a cool record the whole thing just wherever yeah just wherever
0: I'll tell you true, I've got a letter to send to you. You're too busy dreaming, so what am I going to do? I've got to get you right out of my back, cause you're no fun girl. Oh, I'll stand in black, cause you're no fun.
1: That's good.
2: Yeah, it's a good record.
1: What year is that?
2: 97 and it's uh yeah, John Squire, I mean there's tons of like guitar solos and stuff in it cuz that dude's like a real shredder. Yeah, that's great. But uh, it's a great album. Yeah. I think you'd really like it. Yeah. I, I
1: think I would too. The um the thing about Tony Visconti is when you look at his discography, yes, there's all there's these big artists, but then there's like there's like all these like artists that you may not have ever heard totally. of, heard just small artists but and and that shows a guy that loves music.
2: Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. that's my favorite thing about him. Like I said, he's not a cynic. Yeah. He's not like... Yeah, that like my friend Christine, that's how... He just saw her play a show in New York and was like, she's amazing. I'll totally work with her. I think it's just if he likes it, he's like, yeah, I'll help you. I'll totally produce your stuff.
1: And um, in a way, I mean, Roy Thomas Baker, when you look at his, it's it's all gigantic bands. But it's like, oh, but he was there like on ground zero yeah, yeah, yeah. of the giganticness.
2: Right. of oh, the giganticness and in
1: word. Um, I love it. I, I didn't even know he produced a, a, an album by this band, but this is a song from, Oh no, it's Devo. I didn't know he produced Devo either. I know he produced this one album and let's hear a little bit of that's good. great song.
2: That is a great song. And Devo is a great band.
1: They don't get enough respect. For some reason, it seems like like maybe the outfits and the the plastic wigs and the flower pot hats makes them...
2: It makes them seem gimmicky, but their songs were legit awesome songs. Yeah.
1: I don't know why some bands get away with gimmicky stuff and they're like put up on a pedestal. And then uh, sometimes a band like Devo, it just seems... They they seem like uh, people I think think they're a joke.
2: Yeah, I think I I think so too. I think they definitely got the rep as that, yeah. and so and especially and also just based on Whippet, like yeah. people just think oh it's the Whippet it band yeah. and don't know any of their other awesome songs.
1: Working in a cool mine, or but they um they seem uh they seem like super intelligent dudes.
2: Well, they are yeah, but I also think that's the thing too. They get dismissed as like nerds, which I guess they technically are, but. Yeah, they had rad songs.
1: I mean, nerdism is embraced Well, now. now it, yeah, nowadays. now it is. So, but
2: then I think it was just like, this is music for nerds.
1: Well, nerds unite and go yeah. back and find Devo.
2: Yeah, Devo are the best. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to spread out the Bowie. So I'll play, uh, and it's hard to choose, but I'll play my favorite song off of the Young Americans record, which is Fascination. Um, but yeah, this is Young Americans, and this is another funny thing in the book is yeah like he called tony from philly and was like hey i'm in philadelphia fly here tomorrow to produce this record and Tony's like what what and he's like yeah you know i live here now because i'm obsessed with like philadelphia soul and want this record to sound like that and so yeah this you know young americans americans
1: is like his soul record that's not my favorite that's not one of my favorite Bowie albums that's funny and it's
2: totally one of mine but it's funny that you say that because i think it universally is like what this is weird like most people it's maybe one of his least popular records or least liked, but, but it's, it's got, like one of my favorites.
1: But it's got uh, what are the big songs in there? The big songs that are Young in there. Americans. Yeah, it's a great song.
2: Fascination, fame. Fame. Um, I'd have to look it up. And then some of the deeper memory, album yeah. tracks
1: I don't appreciate as much.
2: Um I don't know, I love it. And also Young Americans, I think I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure it's the first song like Luther Vandross sings back yeah, upon this you're album. Right. It's like one of his first jobs for real in music right was that. to sing on it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, let's do it. So anywhere. Let's do it.
2: I'm so into it. I'm so into saxophones. It's not even funny.
1: Yeah, he also does a uh, cover of Across the Universe by mm. The Beatles. And yeah, the... yeah, yeah, But yeah, that album opens with young Americans, closes with fame. Yeah. It's a pretty good book ending. Yes. Way to bookend it, yep. Mr. Bowie.
2: I think that guy knew what he was doing.
1: Yeah. So it's uh, still not one of my favorite, but I do like uh, I do like a few songs on there.
2: Yeah, I but I posted something about it on Twitter a few months ago, and so a bunch of people were like, yeah, it's not my favorite Bowie record. Like, I think that's a kind of widely held opinion yeah. but whatever is it because of the soul influence i get well because I, I guess well people go yeah it was like such a departure and mm-hmm. i'm like yeah but every one of the, that dude's every, albums like, sound totally yeah. different so you every can't bowie go well, this album. isn't like bowie like yeah. they're all different they're
1: all different it's yeah. true
3: he's like one of those guys who's like obsessed with something for like a week and yeah like he's like i'm gonna learn all the magic tricks ever in yes. a week and but then it, be done with magic forever it, it what's so
2: great though is he is but then like so he's like okay i'm gonna master this genre and this crazy thing and do it and then like a year later people are ripping him off from yeah. that thing where yeah. he's like oh, i'm done with that i'm already on this like y'all are way far behind he, yeah
1: d- he doesn't half-ass it either he doesn't say mm. i'm gonna do a soul album and then it's like not it's right. It's kind of soul. No, it's that's like totally soul. soul. Maybe that's it. I don't. Really, I'm not a that. You're not a soul. Dude. Soul, not that yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Some. Yeah, but not that much. I got no soul. I get it. <laughs> um, this is from a band. This is not, this is not a band that I that I that I like. I like.
2: <laughs> okay. I
1: don't. I like because I, I don't like the guy's voice. The guy's voice sounds like like a joke to me.
2: Okay. Oh, what but, band is this?
1: But the music, the music. Rocks, But the guy's voice, I don't care for. But this is uh, the second album by The Darkness.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: this was produced by Roy Thomas Baker. This is the album One Way Ticket to Hell and Back. And the sure. song is One Way Ticket to... One Way Ticket.
0: It was a dusty night And I'm the first to admit it I'm sure I upset someone But my memory has chosen to admit it
2: You say that because I my ex used to always sing the darkness at karaoke. That was like his go to thing called love or whatever. He could, could he, do the falsetto. Oh, like that's, that's why he did it because he's like I'm going to show off that I can Look, do this falsetto. I'm
1: either going to do a Frankie Valley in the Four yes, Seasons song or, the, or darkness. the darkness.
2: That's funny that you don't know something like his voice because I feel like it's not super far removed from like a Steve Perry. I don't. I,
1: I get. I think it's the tricks that he does. They make me laugh instead of go like oh that's Right. Cool. right. Right. <laughs> I should give it another shot. I'll give it another shot. No,
2: hey, don't. I'm this, not telling you you have to like the darkness.
1: This cover is terrible. It looks like
3: dark- it looks like a meatloaf cover. Look at that. Oh, that but does- isn't
2: that their thing? I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the darkness they're kind of yeah. in on the joke.
1: Yeah. yeah I think they I think they are too. Cuz
2: I think that guy wears like I've seen him live before, at, like at a festival or something, yeah. and he was wearing a jumpsuit with like a deep V neck and like a hairy oh, okay. chest. Like I think they're I like on how the you show.
1: qualify it. I've seen them live. Well, it, it was it at was a at festival. a festival I didn't buy a darkness ticket. I got yeah. it free with the festival.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, it feels like Roy Thomas Baker would have been a good uh, producer for Meatloaf in the day because he is oh
2: completely pretty.
1: Bo- even though the, the the Alice Cooper and the Devo and the Journey are, are different from the Queen and, and this, it's big bombastic sounds. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: this is work. This is. I this exchange of I'm going to totally look this dude up because so far every song you played have been totally into all right, cool So I'm like into this guy's techniques. All right. All right. I'm gonna This is the total Uh-oh. 180 from what we just Uh-oh. listened to this is a song called dear god, please help me It's by morrissey. Okay, tony produced uh ringleader of the tormentors morrissey's album from like 2006
1: Is that the only one he ever produced with morrissey? the only one he produced they get along?
2: They did. They got along at the time. Now, I'm not sure, but at the time, yes. Okay. And then also on this record, this song features, and I always mispronounce his name, Ennio Morcone? How do you say it? The guy who scored like the good, the bad, and the ugly, like the legendary dude. Yeah,
1: it's spelled like E-N-N-C-I-O. No, E-N-N-I-O. E-N-N-I-O. Morcone. I don't know how to pronounce it either. I don't know
2: how to pronounce it either, and I always feel like a total idiot, because obviously I know who he is, but he's the one conducting um the strings on this and stuff okay, but like so this is like the song just actually play it from i'm trying to think of how long the intro is play it from like 10 seconds in or something maybe or no just play it from the beginning play just it, from, play the it beginning. from the beginning forgive me if i cry to the strings but they don't kick in for a bit so but that oh my god that song
1: the italian pronunciation looks like yeah uh, enjo
2: enjo enjo Morricone.
1: Morricone. It says he is uh he is his music has been used in more than 60 award-winning films oh yeah he's 85
2: yeah and that was the thing is that Morrissey really bragged about that at the time because when he agreed to do it Like he said no to like Madonna and stuff and you too. Please. But I'm just saying, of course, Morrissey's like, Yeah, he didn't even do it with Bono and he's gonna work with me, like yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised he said no to you too, but that is so that is a big deal. Yeah,
2: it's a pretty big deal.
1: I mean if he says no to Madonna, all right.
2: All right, I get it. (laughs)
1: He said no to the darkness.
2: Yeah (laughs) 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 Oh damn, exclusive It it was at a
1: festival though. Yeah, it it was, was. it was. Calm
2: down. But yeah, so at the time I mean Morrissey was like, Yeah, and he's working with me. But, I mean, fair enough. I'd be like that, too, probably. Um,
1: What was I going to say? I like that. It's nice.
2: It's a lovely song. It's really lovely. If you were at
1: home, would you be crying?
2: I'd be crying, probably. I mean, that's my favorite song on the record. Yeah, but I should have maybe kicked it in the chorus so you could hear the strings and stuff, but it's really good.
1: All right. Go buy that song and listen to the chorus, people. Yes. Uh, Okay. The next uh, next band I'm going to play is uh, I had the guitarist of this band on couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christy Stratton's favorite band and her favorite guitarist ever. And uh, she was here with me when we did this oh, show.
2: Oh, nice. But it was
1: Elliot Easton from The Cars. Oh, nice. And Roy Thomas Baker produced the first four Cars albums.
2: Did Christy freak out?
1: Uh, at the end, she did. She she teared up because she was telling him how much Aww, his music meant. Oh, my God. And he reached over and grabbed her hand. Oh,
2: nice. It was
1: nice. He was a super sweet guy, super Aww. great guest. But um, yeah, the first four Cars albums are just, Phenomenal. And I asked him, How did you guys get hooked up with Roy Thomas Baker? He said, The record company just said, Hey, yeah, uh, Roy Thomas Baker will produce your first album. And we're like, right. Okay, cool. So uh, this is from the first Cars album. This is You're All I've Got Tonight. Jams. yeah i mean
2: what's more to say about car I know. songs it's the cars, just like they're all just jams i know
1: it's just uh, it's just an iconic sound no one sounds like the yeah. cars really
2: yeah that was also rad this guy so far this guy's yeah. pedigree pretty impressive i'm on board with everything thus far
1: you're not gonna be on board with everything but
2: oh, okay I'm glad so,
1: so <laughs> far you are but you're
2: i'm planning to throw a little a few stinkers in there just for you
1: yeah there's a couple there's a couple cl- clunk tastics coming up.
2: oh okay all right um i don't know okay next i guess i'll play golden brown this is a strangler song stranglers cool shit tony produced this album which is a la folie i don't know how to that's french not good with french um i'm obviously clearly not good with italian either i couldn't pronounce that guy's name but um yeah this is just a jam straight up
1: okay stranglers
2: Another song about how great heroin is in the long so, storied tradition. But look, heroin heroin is so great. It's so good. Love it. It so feels good. real good.
1: Um, Roy Thomas Baker also produced a Stranglers album.
2: No kidding. He
1: produced the album called All Twelve Inches.
2: Were you about to play Stranglers? 19,
1: I did. I didn't have oh. it on my list, but from nineteen ninety two, so I just throw it in there. Oh, that's to,
2: amazing! Oh, well, cool. Just crossover. Get a little
1: crossover action happening. Awesome. Uh, okay, my favorite band of all time. cheap cheap, trick cheap trick yeah so in 1982 roy thomas baker produced uh an album for cheap trick called one-on-one and i was so excited when i picked up that album and i flipped it over and said roy thomas baker i'm like oh my god this is gonna be awesome yes and i don't think he did a very oh no i don't i (laughs) i don't think he did a great job with them really some of it sounds muddy to me it sounds like the mix isn't good i don't know it just didn't it just didn't.
2: Do you think it's his fault? What year did that album
1: come out? Nineteen eighty-two.
2: So do you think it's his fault, or do you think it may be because you know all albums around that time are mastered so terribly? Yeah.
1: So I don't know. I mean, because I have a remastered edition, right? Now, oh, but, okay. But um, no, it did have a. It has. You know, it has. It has. He, this is a song. This was a big hit. So let's. And this one's not muddy because it's. Uh, it's a. More of a power battle, anything, but right. let's listen to uh, if you want my love.
0: Okay. Yes, I-
2: impressed with his work there you
1: know the the rocking songs just I don't know let's let me indulge one more time this is the title track called one on one just i don't know i mean i knew he produced queen i knew he produced uh um uh foreigner and journey and so when i saw his name i thought he was gonna do i i just thought i don't know what i expected but i was disappointed right. with what he i love it seems I, to like I, not I, be I re- as
2: crisp as those other yeah ones, i, I
1: really like the i, I like the album but it just it just right. i was kind of bummed yeah you know what i mean and this was the same year that that devo song came out too so Maybe right. he put all his good stuff in, ah! in the Devo album. <laughs> he
2: was burnt out by the time he got yeah. a cheap drink. He's Man, like, I sorry, can't. guys. Yeah. Those Devo it, dudes it, it took is, it out of me. It is what
1: it is, guys. Yeah.
2: You get what you get. Yeah.
1: All right. um,
2: how many more do we have?
1: I have one, two, three, four. I have about five more. Oh, wow. Because I
2: only maybe have like two or three. Well,
1: then I'll only play two or three. And maybe um, you won't have to hear you yes.
0: You have five
2: more. You have six more. I do? Oh, but some are double because oh. I couldn't decide. All right. Oh, okay. Like some are repeats from the same like Bowie album. Okay. Oh, okay. Um so I'll follow your lead. Okay, well next I'll have to I'll play another seminal thing. Uh Mambo Sun, my favorite song off Electric Warrior, mm-hmm. T-Rex album. Same kind of story with T well he saw T he saw Mark Boland play in like a pub with like, you know, not mm-hmm. many people there just being like, oh this kid, this guy's got the goods. <laughs> kind of thing and so he
1: sort of like discovered him basically i don't think i've ever heard a t-rex album from start to finish Uh, where do i start
2: electric warrior
1: this is going to be terrible for me because now the next time i see you i'm going to go i own all the the t-rex but
2: just do it just buy them anyway
1: and tony produced more than one of their albums yeah all of them he produced all of them
2: All of them. and then when mark Boland started he Mm -hmm. was he called himself tyrannosaurus rex Mm -hmm. and was like more folky and i think i'm pretty sure it was D, uh, Tony Visconti's idea to be like, why don't you get like rockier? And then it got shortened to T Rex. And then, yeah, he produced all this stuff.
1: How sad that this guy's not around anymore, and neither is uh, Phil Linnett. And, yeah. and, and they died a long time ago. Long time ago.
2: Long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's It sucks. I mean, yeah, Mark Boland died before he was 30. I think he Yeah, it's insane. He got in a car accident when he was I want to say 27 or 28, but yeah.
1: Was that a do you know was that a was that a drug or drinking car no, accident? No, not at all. His Wife accident? was
2: driving. Like it was just a somebody just, just slammed accident. into their car. No, that's
1: a true that's a true tragedy. Yeah, completely. Like that. All right. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear some T-Rex.
0: you. Yeah. I
1: you I mean kind of has a groover dance so, beat totally. kind of
2: I mean he and Tony basically like invented glam rock Yeah I mean Yeah I mean I feel like Electric Warriors Let me add something to that Yeah
1: Yeah I mean yeah. right
2: I'm pretty sure Electrical Warrior is considered like the first Glam Rock record.
1: I mean, like, yeah, right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, definitely. You
1: have nothing to I mean, say like, to totally.
2: It. Yeah, so I think dumb. you'd like it. You should totally buy it.
1: Uh, that's where I should start then. I should start that's with That's where that I would one. say
2: start with that one. And then if you like it, work either way. I would say work forward, but also the one before that, I think, is getting there. Okay, cool. But okay. yeah.
1: I'm going to try it. My bank account is not liking it, mm-hmm. i do it. Okay, this is a. Uh, This is from uh, this from Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, this was a joint production. This was uh, Keith Olsen and Roy Thomas Baker worked on this album. Recorded and engineered by Roy Thomas Baker, mixed by Keith Olsen, and then they both uh, share production credit. And this is uh, this is from "No Rest for the Wicked." Yeah, and this is just uh, just this is called "Crazy Babies," and it's 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 ridiculous from the beginning.
2: It's he like, said, "Crazy babies never say die." Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: I would love. They should have done like a. They should have done like a video for this where Ozzy runs daycare <laughs> and just babies running around, totally. Just being all the older yeah, babies like have Ozzy's face. Yeah, and totally. they have like And blood. Like the coming, and like the, the, and the hair. bats coming out of their mouths and they could knives. do it an animal.
2: It would be like Muppet babies, but.
1: Fuzzy babies. babies. Yeah, Fozzie babies. babies. Like, they're
2: all super scary. Fozzie.
1: Fozzie babies. Fozzie
2: babies. Never Fozzie ba-
1: say die. Fozzie Osborne. Fozzie Osborne. Isn't yeah, it? that'd be perfect.
2: <laughs> Fozzie Osborne. That's amazing. There's got to be a Photoshop. There right, has right? to be. Are you
1: looking for Fozzie Osborne Photoshop? <laughs>
2: yeah. Fozzie wow. Osborne.
1: I hope he has a frog leg in his mouth. <laughs> Eat a frog.
2: Here's one that
3: someone did.
1: Let me see. It <laughs> Okay, shit.
2: Yeah, let me see. Let me see it's, Fozzie it, Osborne.
1: It's is himself. Oh, that's
2: with, amazing. With
1: Sharon. Uh, okay. No, so but it, now
2: I'm like mad you didn't think of that. I wish that uh, had happened yeah, just now right here.
3: Well, I did just think of it, but then I was like, I wonder if. Yeah. Was like a, that's the worst. That's the I parallel. know, now with
2: the internet, yeah. I think that too. I'll, I'll tweet something like, this is amazing, and You're, then like 15 people me back like, yeah, whatever. Welcome to 10 years ago when somebody already thought of that. Here's yeah.
3: just an actual picture of Sharon Fozzie, and Ozzie.
2: <laughs>
1: Sharon Fozzie, and Ozzy. There there you go.
2: Oh, just them hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: hanging out. Yeah. You know. Well Fozzie used to be a the big picture. Fozzie used to love the Coke. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a I, if you look, you can find a picture of him he's just snorting it off of Miss Piggy's ass.
2: Oh yeah, Fozzie man. man love doing rails crazy. off of Miss Piggy's did he,
3: ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love did it. he open for Ozzie? Like tell some jokes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be Fozzie, great?
2: <laughs> Fozzie and Ozzie tour. <laughs>
1: Statler and Waldorf totally. huge Aussie fans. Yeah. They would they would get He was
2: the one guy they wouldn't he was make fun of. One guy they wouldn't make fun of. Yeah. They they
1: got it. They yeah. get it. <laughs>
3: I wish I was that bat right now. Ho, 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 ho. I love Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> They're the best. Every
2: time I sit in the balcony of anything like I think of, it, I'm like, oh, we got tickets in the Statler and yeah. Waldorf section. I think
1: that or the Lincoln seats.
2: Yes, me too. <laughs> the Lincoln seats. Totally.
1: Wouldn't it be great if they had a movie review show, those two guys? <laughs> like, remember Sisko like and was in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: They totally should.
1: Let's do it. I would watch it. Let's make it. I'm done. Let's make let's it and done. get sued
2: by Jem Henson Enterprises. <laughs>
1: You're up. What do you got?
2: All right. Well, I'll go ahead and play Christine then. This is a rough up the groove. This is a song from her recent album called The Knife Shift that came out a couple months ago. And it was the one that I actually got to watch being made. Right. I got to watch Tony produce it. Watch Dave Grohl play drums on it. Watch Christine shred. Like how long are you
1: in studio? How long do you sit in studio? I, I was,
2: they were there for like two weeks and I was there for probably a week of it. I would just go, well, the first week I was at work. So I'd go after work. And then the next week I would like go during the and day.
1: What's the duration of time that you sit in a nice cushy leather couch? <laughs> like you show up All day. Up I'm like, I'm day? here
2: all day because it was fun. It was right, like super cool. interesting and they're fun to hang out with anyway.
1: And you're like, how do these people get, they get to make money doing this? I
2: know. I was just like, I was so into it. Yeah. And they were cool to let me sit there, but.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting. Ah,
2: I know they probably were, but um, I was like, "Deal with it, guys. I ain't leaving." Well, you told her she could come every day. Why'd you? Say I know. Every I was like, day? "Why did you guys say that?" And I was like, "I bet you didn't think I was going to take you up on it, but hey, I am." This is
3: only going to take two weeks.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe they, they did record it like for like a, three months. months. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's hear it. I can hear. I can hear you texting in the background. Ah! <laughs> That's stop start. That's mm-hmm. that's ballsy.
2: I think it's rad.
0: But
1: it's also ballsy to have that through the entire song. Yes. Because um some people might be like I don't know
2: if I remember that's
3: why or, or I... they might be like this MP3 is Yeah, it's all with this.
1: jacked up.
2: But if there's one word to describe Christine, I would use ballsy. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Um now now if Christine Aguilera <laughs> records that song, I'm not kidding. I mean, it had, like, a a a, it had like a boogie woogie bugle boy type Right. feel to it.
2: That's the thing that I Again, I know I've talked about her a hundred times, but she just is one of those people where I'm like, why aren't you world famous? I don't mm-hmm. understand why people aren't freaking out.
1: And, and I don't know much about her. I only know the songs that you play here. Tony Visconti's produced all, almost all of her albums, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, and it's even Aaron. I took my boyfriend to go and see. It feels weird even saying that, but I took him to see her, and he because he had never seen. And he was just like, "I, I don't understand. I, wh- how come everyone isn't freaking out? Why isn't she selling millions of records? Like, yeah. I just I don't get it.
1: Did they uh, they sell the album at the at the show? Yeah. How mm-hmm. did the merch? When mm-hmm. people were picking? I think maybe that's a good place to sell albums now. Because oh sure. You see someone, you go, and it's right there immediately. It's yeah. not like. When I go home tonight, i get going to download it because then you get home and you don't.
2: Right. No, that's if what I did. I dead. bought – I mean that's how I, I – the first time I saw her open for Morrissey, I bought her record immediately after oh, the So show. she's open
1: for Morrissey more than, uh, in the yeah, past too. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Tons. Yeah, I saw her for the first time in like 2006 and then, yeah, immediately after the show, I was like, oh, I'm totally buying this lady's record. She's amazing. And so hopefully more people will do the same. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely people should buy that album
2: It's a great album. Right
1: after, right after the show, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the song clips on uh, on uh, on YouTube. What the Uh, fuck is wrong? Also, they're all on iTunes.
2: Also, some songs are on YouTube. You can listen to them that way.
1: I'm gonna do it on iTunes. All right. I'm gonna listen on my radio. All right,
2: you pick it. You pick. See
1: if they're gonna play them. Uh, no shit. That's I like that. I like that song a lot. I think that was the 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 thing I like the most that you've ever played by her Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah, I'm I never... get
2: that. She's kind of an acquired taste too. like she has a crazy voice and whatever it's, um,
1: but it's, She writes some hits It's eclectic.
2: Yes, totally
1: Um, I like I listen to all kinds of shit. So why won't I listen to some good shit? Yeah This next shit is some, <laughs> this next thing is some prog rock bullshit Oh, all right, but the reason I'm playing this is because it just came out as as we're recording it, this just came out Tuesday. This is a brand new album by Yes whoa produced by Roy Thomas Baker. All right, they have a brand new singer uh because uh they parted ways with John Anderson, the original guy okay. years ago, but uh this guy's all name is John, and um and I like it. I'm not in love with it it I like it, sure. But it's not like, it hasn't, I haven't listened to it enough to where I'm like, oh, I love this. Right. You know what I mean? Well, so I mean, it's still fresh. Well, I mean, to
2: really, really listen to a Yes album, you probably need to set aside like three hours of You've, your day. I mean, isn't each song like 20 minutes long?
1: Well, these uh, these songs aren't, uh, these uh, the two clips, I'm only going to play one, but yeah, this one's almost seven minutes. All right. But this is, uh, this is a song called The Game from Heaven and Earth, and this is produced by Roy Tom Baker. uh the production's there and um that sounds less
2: wizardy than
1: i thought
3: yeah every yes song though sounds like it belongs at the end of the never-ending story
2: Mm. (laughs) 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 oh my god i've never heard anything truer totally totally i mean that did sound less wizardy like
1: you might have your tweet for the day yes
2: you need to
0: it totally
1: does Uh, but yeah, I just, it just happened to, it, you know, I, I bought that album, came in the mail and I saw that Roy Thomas produced it and I'm like, well, oh, I got to throw one of these in, but, um, not as much noodling. Right. You know, cause sometimes it's like, yeah,
3: yes, yes. yes. <laughs> And then, Guess what? And then Twenty Guess minutes what? later, chorus.
1: I was about chorus. to say,
2: based on that alone, yes, is going to hire you as their next producer. They're
1: going to be like, this guy gets our sound. The guy knows exactly what we yeah. do. Yeah. All right, what do we got? We got two more.
2: Oh, okay. Well, I might only have one more. Okay. Or as, well, okay. I'll another Bowie. I'll play this. This is my favorite song off of Lodger. It might be weird a choice, but I like it. It's called Repetition. Um, it's kind of grim because it's about domestic abuse, but I don't know. I like the song.
1: I like this. I like the Lodger album.
2: Yeah, it's did a great album. Did you ever album.
1: see the behind the scenes um pictures of them? They're the behind they're the they the, the pictures of the people setting him up for the Lodger no, um, uh. uh cover shoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I think they actually put a plate glass window on his on his body, like to push his nose down.
2: Let me see. But where did you see like if I just Google it, maybe I can
1: see it? I think they're in this they might be in this book I have, this new Bowie book ooh, I have. Ooh, ooh. But you'll find them. Alright Okay so And this song is I'm sorry This song is called again It's called Repetition Let's hear this Repetition
0: the school Had taught him right And he could have Married Ang With a blue silk blouse He could have Had Ang With a blue silk blouse And the food Is on the table But the food Is cold Don't hit a can't you even cook What's the good of me working when you can't damn cook Well Johnny is a man
2: Yeah
1: yeah, there's some good tunes on that. Some great I, I remember seeing the videos for DJ. And is it Boys Keep Swinging where Boys he's dressed like swinging. three different women?
2: Yes, I almost played that one. But then I was like, that's like the single from I and everybody knows. But yeah, the video for that is amazing.
1: I remember seeing that video. Uh, you know, I was in ninth grade when that album came out. And it just made me feel like weird. You well, did you mean? know?
2: I remember when I saw it first. And of course, like whenever mm-hmm. Way reruns in MTV. Yeah. But I didn't know. He, a couple of the women look so... The women Him as him. a woman Looked yeah. so much like women That like I I wasn't sure it yeah. was him
1: And I always It always freaks me out When 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 Like an old woman smokes Yeah and he's like smoking <laughs> And the cigarette's like Almost dangling Like it's gonna
2: Just any old Smoking Any old woman you smoking
1: out. when they're when they're so old that they barely have enough strength to keep the cigarette yeah. within their and that's kind of like the one character he's playing in there. Yeah,
2: it's- one of them is like a, I lo- okay, I love when women or men dresses women. Mm-hmm. I love gender bending. I love all yeah. that shit for real. And in that one though, one thing I did like is that he made it so they're not all glamorous. One of the women looks like a secretary. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, they weren't
1: like all targeted up like, at all. Glamorous
2: like one no. of the women is like a total frumpa-dump secretary. <laughs> yeah. Like I love, and that might have been the one that was smoking.
0: Uh, yeah, I love gross. it!
1: Gross. So, so gross. So gross. Was he ever uh, slated to be in Tootsie? Uh, yeah. No, no, he wasn't. If only. He wasn't. It was... Uh, you know what? Him and Tilda Swinton are up for a lot of the same parts.
2: Oh, it, actually... And Tony told me about that video. Like, you know the video she's in? Yeah, yeah. It's cool. That it did just come about because David Bowie... I almost just called him David like I know him. Dave.
0: <laughs>
1: Dave.
2: Uh, D- DB. DB.
1: Sweeney. Uh,
0: David
2: oh, Bowie no. just called her... And was basically like, yeah, you know how everybody like jokes that you look like me. Like, will you be in my video? Like, let's make a thing about it, which I think is amazing. It is
1: those, like, vid- those videos for uh, for uh, the next day. Those are really cool. Oh, videos. they're
2: awesome. They're totally awesome. And there's
1: uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Gary Oldman's in one, and there's yeah. nudity in them.
2: But just the idea of him having a, se- I mean, I don't know. Again, because to me he's just like the superhuman yeah. dude. But like, so the idea of him having a sense of humor, like him going, "Isn't it funny that yeah. people say we look alike?" Like, mm-hmm. come be in my video.
1: But I, you know, when he's in when he's in extras and he's singing that song. To, oh, that's true. That's, I the mean, that's Fat Man, yeah. Or whatever. Oh my yeah, God, yeah that's yeah. so funny. That's oh, so great. So awesome. <gasps> I wish that. I wish he would release that as he's an actual song. He's the best dude. Uh, Okay. Uh, back to Roy Thomas Baker real quick This is uh, I love uh, love Foreigner in the 70s And he produced their third album Head Games It's my favorite Foreigner album It's not the most popular Foreigner album But I just The whole thing sounds Just great I love all the songs So let's listen to a song Called uh, this, uh, this album has Head Games Dirty White Boy But I'm going to play a Deep album cut Which is Do What You Like All right I just think he did a much better production job with Foreigner than he did with uh, Cheap (laughs) Trick.
0: Bastard.
2: Um, Okay, I'm going to play a repeat. It's
1: a very girly laugh that you just did. I haven't heard a girly... You did a very girly laugh.
2: That's... Thank you. I don't know. It's... Different from my usual truck driver, guffaw.
1: It seems like yeah, I, get it. I usually save my girly laugh from a new boyfriend. Oh, oh,
2: oh No, whatever. He's like, <laughs> If anything, he's like getting the dutiest part. Like that was nothing. where I'm like, are you sure you want to date me? Cause I, and he's like, no, I'm into it. I'm into your manly laugh. I was like, this is going to work out. Um, I'm going to play. I, I forgot to bring Manic Street Preachers because he produced a record of theirs and they're one of my favorites. But I forgot. So I'm going to play another song off of that Morrissey record. It's called Life is a Pigsty okay it rules we, if you if you let me play maybe like a minute of it because yeah. I feel like it has a long intro, but it's just a cool tune, I think we you'll like play it as well a minute. okay I think you might like this one, All right. Good song
1: that is a good song yeah it's different from that strings one yeah that rocks a little bit yeah that's the hardest rocking morrissey song ah! is there such a thing
2: that's actually if you listen actually ringleader might be a morrissey record you would like because it is kind of rocky you might like it i don't know if that's that's a stretch i don't think you'd like the whole thing but there are some jams on it you might like
1: i gotta work my way into the smith's catalog and then move in yeah and see if i can listen to some and again but again
2: i definitely will not blame you if you right. don't like it Totally,
1: totally. Uh, I want to play and then Kyle will let you list. Uh, April, you have the...
2: I can just play one more.
1: But you have Go Bayside.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: you're going to be doing Go Bayside Live at the LA... Yes.
2: at the LA Podcast Festival. Festival.
1: Which is the last weekend in September.
2: Yes, and I think I'm on Sunday. I'm on the 29th.
1: What time is your show? Do you know?
2: It's in the afternoon. I think it's like never, 2 or 3 in the afternoon.
1: Never not funny. at 4, so I'll get to see that cuz I'll be there. Oh, it
2: is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, well then I
1: I'm sure you're I'm sure I was about it's to say time. Jimmy's
2: my guest, so I hope that they <laughs> scheduled sure it fine. so that he can go host his own show. I'm sure it's fine. Okay.
1: Um and you are at AP on Twitter, yes. A P E Y?
2: Yes, indeed.
1: And, uh, and what else? That's
2: what it. Else? And that's I have a job at now. Chelsea lately for another month or whenever, considering whenever this you airs, better be saving your money. and then I'll be unemployed. So if but anybody's listening to this and wants to hire me, get at me.
1: That's the way it is. I mean, the, the work life is good and the yeah. personal life was here. Now the now personal like, life Whoop. is like this. And yep. so you'll be fine. Yep. You'll be fine. So you have one more song to play? Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and close it out with young Americans. Okay, oh good. From Young, young Americans, because okay, cool. it's just such a total jam.
1: Do you have a playout song for us today? No, I told you that up front.
2: Oh damn.
3: You son of a bitch,
1: don't you take me down on it Back
3: Play out with yours.
1: Okay, we'll play out with mine. This is uh, Young Americans.
3: Yeah.
2: Any song with a sax solo? Mwah.
1: She loves her horns. She said it, it before.
2: love it. Let's get sexual.
1: Okay, that's our next episode. We're going to do get Ho- Let's Get Horny.
2: Oh my God, totally. Okay, horns. She
1: about this every episode. I know, we're doing it next time. I
2: might play the song again then. down,
0: my life's so Am I still too young? You the violin there, she took his ring
1: got to <laughs> <laughs> get the young americans like, in yeah, there kyle. crank it uh, okay follow us at uh, rock solid show follow kyle at kyle dotson funny follow me at pat underscore francis uh, go to rocksolidpodcast.com to read the show notes uh, written by Andrew Rich. Uh, I don't know who's going to do the uh, artwork for this episode yet, but I know that. But it looks great. But I know. <laughs> well, Glenn, Glenn K. Amo said that he really wants the chance to redo Murray and redo. He's the guy that does the caricature ones. Oh, cool. He doesn't feel like he did you justice or Murray justice. So I'm going to ask him probably to do this one so that he can have another crack at. Uh,
2: Can I also just go ahead and go on record and say that, can we call the next episode after the iTunes playlist I already have made for myself, sexual harassment?
1: So instead of let's get horny, we'll call it sexual harassment. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you mean? Is
2: that okay? Or sexual healing?
1: Whichever one Something you want Something
2: with sexual Because that just makes me laugh every time
1: Sexu- Sexual gratification Yeah <laughs> maybe, maybe the listeners can uh... Maybe the listen- listeners Tell us what, what yeah. you want us to call it One of those three with sexual Yeah Come up with your own Come um, up with your own that we won't use Yeah Don't tell us what I'm to just do. saying I'm
2: already ready I already have an iTunes playlist With like a hundred songs that have sax solos I'm
1: not, But it could be any horn too It could be It could be any
2: horn But I'm just I favor the sax Usually sax Yeah
1: all right, I'm gonna
2: name a song with a trumpet solo. I don't know name some it. Chicago taps. song, probably. Yeah, taps or like <laughs> Boogie Woogie
0: Bugle Boy of Company well, B. Or that's something. the second
1: time we've oh, said that okay. today, so maybe. All right, uh, I'm gonna play us out with uh, with another Queen song from A Night at the Opera. This is just this is just such an evil killer song. Uh, our producers today were Tony Visconti and Roy Thomas Baker, and and we have Kyle, whatever he does. He's a producer. Uh, this is called Death on Two Legs. Thank you, April.
0: Yes. It's guided over you with your big-headed crew, with your narrow-minded cronies who are booze of the first division. Death on Two Legs. You can kiss my ass goodbye.